It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. And good day. This is Doc Rob, your Concierge for Better Living here at Concierge for Better Living, ThisRadio.com, as well as iHeartRadio. Another fabulous day. A good day. Things are changing around the world. Cannabis is starting to get some respect. They say that 58% or more now approve legalization around the country. That's the all-time high. We have a new Canadian prime minister who looks like is going to legalize cannabis. We have the Mexican government meeting discussing legalizing cannabis. So it looks like everyone around the block is looking to make changes. The U.S. is dragging their feet. I know there's a lot of changes both in the medical world as well as the hemp side of things. And today we're going to get into that and more the hemp side a bit. You know, it's very interesting. I keep going on Facebook. I see the memes. I see people are learning that hemp has so many different uses, so many different applications and benefits. Uh, we see you know, all this in industrial as well as in medicinal as well as you know, textile and energy there's going to be a lot of great stuff we're going to learn today with my guests. But, you know, one of the things I always keep going back and forth is, you know, what's the difference between hemp and, and marijuana? And, of course, if, unless you've been in, under a rock, CBD or cannabidiol has is, is been, you know, the latest darling and can be derived from both the marijuana at, uh, component of cannabis as well as hemp. We'll talk a little bit about that, too. And it's just been a great day, you know, as far as the changes we see all around I'm hoping to go next month down to Jamaica, where they're having the first, I believe, High Times Cannabis Cup event in Jamaica. And, you know, there's tons of events like this popping up. You know, laws are being changed around the world. And these are all good things. Of course, we're going to have pushback from uh, those that have vested interest in, you know, other commodities such as cotton and paper and timber. And, of course, Big Pharma you know, having pharmaceuticals, you know, it's showing that cannabis can replace so many different popular pharmaceuticals right now that's going to hit their pocketbook and they don't like it. So we're going to keep on fighting the good fight. Of course, if you saw the Democratic debate, Bernie Sanders came out saying, yeah, he'd probably give, a, you know, cannabis a thumbs up. Not many other or any other candidates really stepped up with a definitive position. Hillary's wishy-washy. Yeah, it's a lot of great stuff. So you know, we're always learning new things. I keep learning new things about cannabis, about its applications. I get calls, unfortunately, daily asking about cannabis oil and cancer. I'm going to be bringing on some doctors in a few interviews soon that's going to really address some of the cancer in cannabis. And uh, I know that's a big topic that people want to listen to, so stay tuned in and tell your friends to stay, check out our interviews here. We always bring a dynamic blend. And speaking of blends, we're going to talk about hemp today with my guest, Derek Cross from Hemp Solutions. Derek, thanks for coming on the show today. It's great to speak with you again. How are you doing today? Oh, well, thank you very much, doctor, for having me on today. I greatly appreciate you reaching out, and it's great to learn about both the industrial hemp and cannabis on one show. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's, it's great to have you too. I mean, we we met at the Chicago Cannabis Conference where Mike and Passion brought in a great 
assortment of speakers. I was happy and, and humbled to be, or honored more precisely, to be the MC. And you know, remember back in school, you had the show and tell kind of days, and you bring in samples, and you bring in something, and you show people, you pass it around, and the kids obviously get more engaged in it than just hearing about it, you know, from some speaker in the front of the room. You were, were a great table of goodies. So. You know, give, give me a little bit of give us well my listeners I know a little bit more than they do a little background of hemp solutions and, and what is it that you guys are really all about thank you I too am a lot of the hands-on kind of guy and that's why I brought a lot of those table goodies to show and tell and and touch feel taste and smell because uh, our company hemp solutions is a, a raw materials provider and we also are into production and manufacturing of industrial hemp right out of the field. We are looking to put in large-scale processing throughout the country, starting in our headquarters in Michigan and in Colorado and expanding from there. So we'll be able to work with the farmers. We'll be able to work with people that are looking to grow hemp. The education is one of our primary focus and attention to getting out into the general public and, and being on a show like this, letting people understand the difference between the plants and um, a lot of people still being confused with medicinal cannabis versus industrial hemp. And a lot of, uh, we get a lot of people trying to go, oh yeah, that's what you make rope out of. And then I show them that it's not only the rope, but it's all the building materials that we process in, you know, and we have insulation. These are natural fibers. These are building materials like hempcrete is a new term to this country. It's been used in France and Europe for many years. And so we're educating about the building process, how to build with these materials, why we want to build with these materials. We hold workshops, hempcrete workshops that we set up in small groups, 20 to 40 people can come and attend our workshops. They not only get educated on industrial hemp, but they get an education on the applications of uh, hempcrete. Then we also bring in the health benefits and we also have the solar and wind. So more people can actually live healthier. And that's what we're trying to really show the general public is how to become more sustainable and healthy on top of it. So that's what we do. I mean, it's not just, hey, we're a company that sells hemp. And that's really why I wanted to have you on. And I love the education component that you guys do. I think we need in this country a lot of hands-on you know, experience, kind of getting that misnomer of a big cannabis as being this plant that's all just about the druggies and the hippies and there's so much more and and i and you know those that have been studying or doing their research know that a lot of the hemp industry basically took its hit in the 30s even though in the 40s the government was saying grow more hemp we need more hemp for the world war ii efforts but part of it you know from my understanding is that there was a machine invented that made it much more accessible to use hemp and convert it into usable industrial you know uh, materials and of course, that would compete with big cotton and big timber, both on paper and other materials. And those groups that had financial interest in those industries didn't like that, didn't want to lose their market share to little old hemp. And as a result, this country really suffered for the last 80 plus years not having that in our economy, not only economically, but also environmentally. So that's correct. And if I may, going back into history, 
I don't want to really go and criticize history and why it was become where it is. I want to embrace this new world we're living in, looking for sustainable solutions. And, and guess what? We have the wonderful world of hemp. We're a little behind the cue ball on this, but with all of our people here in the United States, our brothers and sisters up in Canada, just an arm's length away, we have got a lot of resources to get to, not to mention around the world. I'm in contact with farmers around the globe on a weekly and, and monthly basis. So that information is out there. We have the education. It's going to take a little time to get people's minds out of why it was. It's called the decorticator was the machine. And it was to it was the machining process because breaking down hemp the old-fashioned way was man-staking labor and hours. And it was actually a hard task. It still is a hard task if you're going to go out and do it that way without machinery. But that machinery exists. Right. That machinery now can take that material out in the field. So we're seeing the machines. It's a fiber that's the strongest fiber known to man. And there's machines and machining processes that if you, the people, the farmers up in Canada will say, bring the water tanker out to the field because that fiber will wind around pulleys and things that will actually cause field fires. Well, there's advances. Most machinery will harvest this product. There's been advances, and that's what we have to capitalize on. We have to look at that machinery that can actually break down most of that material in the field and make it even that more of a savings to the consumer. That's the big thing. It's definitely a sustainable uh, plan. It's definitely got – we pretty much can use the whole plan. It's got all these different benefits. When we take it – we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the products – and some of the uses, applications of modern hemp. Like I said, let's give, you know, let's kind of put the past behind us. Let's talk about where we are today and what some of the future holds for hemp. Great information. We're going to a quick break. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living on CannabisRadio.com and iHeartRadio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more information on hemp. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. shooting past a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's orders. Less heat, (laughs) more flavor. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. 
Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer, Dr. Dina, shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, and we're back from a short break, but we were getting into some hemp talk with Derek Cross from Hemp Solutions. And, you know, this is something that we've talked about, you know, with hemp. There is a benefit to the soil, benefit to the air, benefit to the environment, and there's so many things that could be created or you know used from hemp what are some of the popular things you're seeing now i know you just mentioned hempcrete has great potential what are some of the attributes of hempcrete and what are some of the other hemp products that you're seeing became becoming more and more popular these days well when we're looking into our future and we're looking at coming up with sustainable choices we're looking to materials like these raw materials that can be made into that actually trap carbon out of the atmosphere that's a big green initiative right now across the country. We're looking for answers. Well, this can trap four to five times more carbon out of the atmosphere than most other plants. And it's a phytoremediator, which cleans the soil. You, you brought that up. No pesticides or herbicides for this plant to grow. It grows with about 10 to 13 inches of annual rainfall is all that's really. It can sustain hail damage, a light frost, and drought resistant. And it's a dual purpose crop. And there's multiple cultivars that will produce different sizes and shapes of plant. So it can be confused with the medicinal cannabis from a quick glance. But some of the materials that growing 20 feet tall, you're going to use that for like fiber. So there's different techniques in different ways. But to use it into that wall process, that plant traps all this carbon. You break down the material. You're able to use this into building materials. Our company provides the raw material for the building material, and that locks the carbon in when you mix it with a lime binder. Hempcrete is what I'm talking about. Right. So you take a lime binder, you mash that in. Now what lime will do is it'll actually extract the carbon from the hemp inside. So it'll go back to the rock form. It actually is drawing the carbon out and it makes a breathable thermal wall system mold resistant pest resistant and fire resistant yeah that fire resistant, that fire resistant one always catches my attention especially when you're bringing you know there's a potential here for low-income homes and, and and getting the homeless off the streets and building hempcrete using hempcrete to build these uh, sustainable houses that are you know we don't have the fear so much of it you know, you know burning down or or and it's much more breathable and, and, and environmentally beneficial. That's really good stuff. Now, one of the things, you said you had the raw material. Now, here's one of the things that people are getting confused at a, a lot these days. And I just wanted to jump to this because, you know, I think a couple of weeks ago they had in uh, Kentucky, the Hemp Industry Association had their annual meeting. They saw their first hemp harvest in Kentucky coming through. All this great stuff going on. News reports saying the South is not about marijuana, but they are pro-hemp, which is a nice thing from a farming standpoint, agricultural standpoint. And then I hear stories that, oh, they grew all this hemp in Kentucky, but they extracted all the oil out of it to get the medicine, the CBD out of it. 
but now they have barrels of this oil that they can't sell <laughs> or they can't do anything with because currently, even though we're growing hemp in states like Colorado and Kentucky and others, it's not legal necessarily to sell at retail, right? It's still under the research and development side of, of this movement. Now, that's, I believe, temporary, but is that not the case? Like, it's still something that most, you know, are we able to take hemp grown in the states, even in Colorado, and sell finished goods, hempcrete and all those things around the country? Well, according to the 2014 Farm Bill, it allowed education and higher institutions to do the R&D, like you mentioned, across the country in states that already are allowing or permitting the growing of industrial hemp. So now, like states like Colorado and Tennessee, for example, their rules are a little different the way they approached their legislation and wrote the bills uh, to be in place. So they can actually be in commercial operations. Now, with the, like Kentucky and some of the other states are going to just do the research and development. And I believe I may stand corrected on this, but I believe they have the ability to do some sales on a commercial scale just to reflect the R&D factor. Uh, but technically, most of those growers cannot really produce a product. And now that's some of the problem we're seeing, and that's where we're coming in the hemp solution, so to speak, is we're looking to put in the large processing so we've established ourselves with some of our, our products in the market, giving us the opportunity to put a large processing facility in. So what we've seen is we have farmers now that have grown it that are coming to us and say, hey, well, will you buy our hemp? And I'm like, well, I, I wasn't part of that process. And we still have to put it through our machines. And we require certain types of material or cultivars to be grown. So we want to be able to work with the farmers to get that established in first and foremost. And then what we're looking at is reducing our carbon footprint in that whole process. But the oil you're speaking of, the CBDs, that is a different type of oil, not to be confused with the industrial hemp seed cold pressed oil. That's how my whole plight with the hemp seed started or the hemp plant was with the seed oil using it from a health on my eczema and people with psoriasis, that's what, how I started this whole venture, high in omega-369, completely digestible protein. And you know probably more than I do on that level, but <laughs> it helps with all your internal organs. It helps with your immunities, your immune. It actually promotes hair and nail growth. And not that a bald guy is going to regrow hair, but I've seen it firsthand. And that's how my whole plight started with this plant from the industrial part of it. And um, when you see those health benefits, lowering uh, cholesterol, you know, this food product, this, that cold pressed oil, you can take that same oil that I put on my skin, the soap companies, the shampoo companies are making and cosmetics are using that oil now in their products. So our skin is our largest organ of our body. And what we put on our skin goes in our skin and the toxins and chemicals, that's the other benefit of the industrial hemp, using it as building materials. We're, we're not having off-gassing. We're not having chemicals put onto the soils. We're not, there's so many ways you can look at it, but that CBDs now, are, I am, I'm a little scattered there, but the CBD that you're talking about, that, I mean, people have to 
really do some more research on how that has been done and what that looks like. I know it helps with epilepsy and there's, well, there's different of, protocols. Yeah, there's a lot of benefits to CBD. And I mean, you're, you're right. There's a lot of more research that needs to be done. You know, that was one of the things that I got into. I've been in natural products for over a decade and health food stores. We've been carrying and representing hemp seed oil and hemp protein and even hemp hearts and things like that in the health food stores for several years touting the benefits of omega-3s and you know, good essential fatty acids and the proteins and the amino acids. And it really is an amazing plant from a nutritional standpoint internally. Yes, there's been tremendous benefits with or without CBD using it topically for things like eczema or acne and so forth. Good fats, good healthy fats, omega-3s. But you know, that's one of the things I love about hemp is that you could talk about different parts, different uses, different functions. There's some overlap because it's so amazing. And again, you mentioned, I don't think a lot of people realize what a, a phytoremediation or, or, or a bioremediation does, meaning when you have chemicals or heavy metals or even oils and things like that in the soil, here in Florida, we have high levels of arsenic. And that makes it very difficult you know, to grow things, to build. People don't want to build homes where there's heavy metal deposits, the horses, you know, they eat the grass with high arsenic. They have health issues. And what, what bioremediation does, I just want to make this point because I'm a big fan and I'm working on projects in this area, that if there's a substance that's natural, like hemp, or I actually have a, a soil nutrient that actually repairs the, the soil, it actually cleans the soil, that you have less detectable heavy metals and toxins in the soil itself naturally, that allows us to have a future. You know, in the future of of healthy food grown or healthy environments for the for you know for our children, our children's children. That's really important to me is helping to repair this earth, healing the earth. And hemp is one of those things that does it on its own, does it naturally, doesn't need all the chemical pesticide, all that other stuff. So there's a lot of great uses. And when we're doing the oil, I just I think people are starting to shift the term from industrial hemp to agricultural hemp where it seems, because some people in the consumer world get a little turned off by industrial, thinking that it's big corporations spewing smoke out the top of their buildings. And, right. you know, and, and agriculture means, let's go back to the farmers. Let's talk That's about right. what we can grow in our, in our yards, grow in our fields, share amongst our community, make us all healthy and happy, including you know, uh, the, the next generation. There's a lot of great uses. We're going to take another quick break. I'm going to wrap up with some of the things where you see hemp is going some of the other attributes, you know, this has just been great. A lot of, we could talk for hours on hemp, but let's take a quick break. We'll come up and wrap up this interview. I'm sure there'll be more in the future. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living. I'm talking with Derek Cross on hemp solutions. We'll be right back after this break. Cannabisradio.com, iHeartRadio. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on MJWellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out MJWellness.com today. 
Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to ensure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at CarterInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh, my God, it's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. Let's check back in with Doc Robb and the Concierge for Better Living, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, now we're on our final segment of today's guest, Derek Cross from Hemp Solutions, talking all about hemp, agricultural slash industrial hemp, growing, you know, healing the earth, fixing the soil, building buildings that are safe and environmentally conscious energy, all this great stuff. Where do you see, I mean, obviously there's a ripple here of cannabis taking its rightful place back on top in this country. I mean, history said that we were once mandated, our forefathers, the founding fathers all grew hemp. They mandated over time that we had to grow hemp to, to have sails and rope and things for the wars. And it's coming back. What is some of your short-term hopes on where this is going? I mean, obviously, we have a presidential election in, in a year that could go in a lot of different ways. What are you seeing in, in, that, that strikes you the most when it comes to hemp today and where it's going in the near future? Well, Doc, I would like to say that going off of that, or go, say this going off of what you just said. I urge any in current president and or future presidents, any people in Congress to start looking into this. Any, I urge the president to just put industrial hemp back into the soils. I urge the president to go and let the people grow this crop. It's a commodity. So it's been grown around the world. We're the only industrialized nation that isn't growing it on a large scale. There's other 33 other industrialized nations that are growing it on a, on a regular basis. So I urge our president and, and future presidents to find this information. Listen to the people. We're speaking. Hemp can be used to make supercapacitor batteries. We're seeing it for hemp nanosheets, topographene for making an ideal supercapacitor. Let's look at the products that we can make out of this. Sports car and a hemp plane, and I want, I want toys. Okay, I know to say there's a lot of great big picture stuff, but but people don't realize that they're disconnected by this big industrial movement, but they don't realize that plastics 
and household goods, office That's papers, that. things that they use every day can be replaced with a crop that we can grow in, you know, in our country. That is correct. So the environmental benefits, food, fuel, paper, construction materials, we, the, you hit it right there on the plastics. We can make eco-plastics and resins out of this product. So we live today in a throwaway society where we use and consume a lot of petrochemical products. So now we can manufacture products that basically could get ground up and put into the compost when, we, when we're using a natural-based oils that come from industrial hemp. So that alone, uh, let's start blending. Let's not try to throw seed all over the country and not know what we're doing. Let's grow into it, but let's start blending now. I urge, and I, I actually speak to large paper manufacturers now that are wanting to make that choice. And so we're working with other companies to provide them with the raw materials to see how they can blend. Uh, industrial hemp can make fantastic paper, four to seven times more recyclable because of the long fibers. Real quick in history, 1916, the Department of Agriculture said by 1940, most paper will be manufactured from hemp. And that data was already collected. The USDA has that data on file. And it's because it's one of the longest fibers and strongest fibers known to man. And that's just the fiber to make beautiful clothing. There's manufacturers of clothing right now that can be blended in with silk, uh, polyesters. It can be blended in with organic cottons. So people are making that choice. And I'm just so happy to be involved with it and helping others get this product into their hands. And you're doing a great job. You're really doing a great job educating people. Where are some of the websites or some of the resources that people can go to to learn more about Hemp Solutions from an education standpoint or even to look into products? Our main website is hemp-solutions.org. Then we have our other companies on there, Grassroots Grow Mats, which is a microgreen grow mat made from the hemp fiber. And then we also have the Absolute Absorption on there, which is our equine bedding line. And then we're also the raw materials provider. And we have other manufactured goodies coming out of our camp here in the real near future. So look out for those. If you can find us on Facebook at Hemp Solutions USA. Definitely on the Facebook page. You guys post a lot of good stuff, a lot of good information, workshops, et cetera. It's really good. Uh, thank you. And my personal blog is Hemp Healthy Today. So you can find tons of information on there. I think we have a tab on our Hemp Solutions website that has tons of information for farming and farmers and, and different things that people can go to. You can email us directly at info at hemp-solutions.org for questions or if you want to look into hempcrete or however we can provide services for you that's what we're here for education and, and services too awesome yeah and i know we're gonna be doing some stuff in the near future i got some projects i got to talk to you about but it's been great having you on the show today derek i really appreciate what you're doing and taking the time to be on the call today you're really getting the word out on hemp uh industrial agricultural hemp it's not just about getting high it doesn't get you high it gets you healthy gets the planet healthy you know this is just to keep this conversation going i wish you all the best today derek thanks again for being on the call being on the show and thanks for cannabisradio.com to having me host this show and iHeartRadio. all you out there wish you all the best in health and happiness this is doc rob another great episode your concierge to better living speak to you soon all the best
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.